Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March 28, 2019. All year long, I've been teaching under the banner of heaven on earth, where it is the will of God that we experience days of heaven on the earth, right? We're not just living to die and go to heaven someday, but we are living to bring heaven to the earth every day. But in order to do so, you are going to have to press through opposition and challenges. So I've been teaching a series entitled Press Through It. Yesterday, we looked at some of the challenges the Apostle Paul had to endure. I want to go back to that same passage again this morning. I love the Apostle Paul. He, I mean, he's one of my, he is the, my personal favorite, you know, character in the Bible, of course, outside of Jesus. All right, so let's go back to something that the Apostle Paul said about the challenges that he endured. And the title of today's message is, You'll be amazed at what you can do. Look at me. Let me tell you something. When you start walking with God and you embrace the grace of God to be the man, the woman that God called, destined, designed, desires for you to be, you will be amazed at what you can do. You'll be amazed at the life that you start to live. All right, so let's get into it. So the Apostle Paul said this about his challenges. He said, listen, I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, been exposed to death time and time again. Five times I received from the Jews, 40 lashes minus one. Now, three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent an open night, I mean, all night and a, and a day in the open sea. And I've been constantly on the move. Now, I've been in danger from rivers and from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, in danger from false brothers. And I've been working my butt off. He said, I've labored and toiled and have gone without sleep. I have known what it's like to be hungry. I've known, known what it's like to be thirsty. I've known what it's like to be cold. I've known what it's like to be naked. And he did all of this for the cause of Christ. Let's take a look at some of the things that he said. So once again, thir- Remember the movie, The Passion of the Christ? I mentioned this yesterday. It was really hard to look at the scene when Jesus was given 39 lashes with a cat of nine tails. So every lash had nine lashes, basically. So it was it was like nine lashes with every lash, and he got 39 lashes with a cat of nine tails, and, and the little pieces of stone and metal would just drive and lodge themselves into Jesus's back. And then the skilled torturer would yank it back. And when he did so, pieces of his back would come with it. And Paul endured that five times. As hard as it was to watch that in the movie, Paul endured that five times. And then he was beaten with rod three, three times, beaten with rods. Now, I was thinking about this. Uh, I don't know about you, but growing up in Brooklyn, I was hit by a stick once by mistake. <laughs> and it hurt. So I can, I can only imagine what it what it's like to be intentionally hidden with sticks by grown men on three different occasions. I mean, that had to be terrible. And then he says he was even stoned once, right? Now, and, and once is enough when it comes to stoning, but like, have you ever been hit by a rock by mistake? Like, you know, playing around as a kid. And uh, I, I remember uh, my cousin, he got hit like right above the the uh, the eye, and he has a, a like a dash in his eyebrow right now, still there to this day. Um, and so, have you ever been hit by a rock, like by mistake? Man, that it hurts. And so, can you imagine grown men not taking little rocks, but taking stones and 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 stoning you intentionally, pummeling you with stones on purpose? This kills most people, but it didn't kill Paul. 
because Paul was not done. See, I mean, he was like, no, I can't die because I'm not done. He kept going. He was shipwrecked three times. Now, after the second time, you probably would not get in a boat with Paul. I mean, he was on a ship, a naval vessel, three times that went down. And one time he said, on the last one, he, you know, like in the movies, like there's pieces of the ship just floating everywhere. He held on to a piece of the ship and he held on to it all night and all day the next day in the open sea so that he wouldn't die holding on to a ship. And why did all of this happen? Because he was doing what God called him to do. He said he was constantly on the move. Uh, and this cost him personally, dearly. Like, think about it. This is before the cell phone, before text messages, before the internet, before all modern communications. So if, if back then, if Paul was moving around all the time, it had to cost him because he couldn't have the personal relationships that we have today by way of, you know, communications. So he, but that was the life that he was given and, and he did it and he did it without complaining. He was in and out of prison. And, and Paul wrote many of the letters that he wrote that we read today, letters that we're reading today that are a blessing to us. He wrote those things from prison, not within the confines of an office, not with a secretary, not with an editor. No, he was writing from jail. He endured much personal pain. And guess what? While he was writing, he wasn't complaining. He was doing what God called him to do, and he did not complain. He was a soldier for Christ. He endured hunger and thirst and perilous times and, 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 and phony people and people that turned on him. But he continued to endure and to accomplish his life's assignment because the grace of God was, in, was on him and in him. And listen, he said, listen, I only got one life, and this is what God called me to do. So I have to do what God has called me to do, and that's what I'm telling you. You only have one life. You cannot waste it. Whatever God has called you to do, you have to do it. You have to pursue purpose, even above personal pleasure. You have to pursue purpose, even when it costs you pain. You have to pursue your divine purpose and get it done before you die. That's the only way you will ever be considered a success in God's eyes. That's how God is going to look down on you and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have to be purposeful while you are in the land of the living. So what does this mean to you today? I'm talking about you, how you'll be amazed at what you can do when you embrace the grace of God. I have four things to share with you on this morning. I want you to slow down and open up your heart to receive these four things this morning. Here we go. Number one, look at me. This is You've heard me say this before. I want you to really hear it this morning. God has given you the grace for it. No matter what you're facing right now, God has given you the grace for it. One aspect of God's grace is that God's grace is unearned. It is undeserved. It is unmerited. It's God giving you what you do not deserve, right? So like salvation, you don't deserve salvation, but he gave it to you. But another aspect of God's grace is empowerment. So God empowers you to do what you could not do without him. God empowers you to do what you could never accomplish on your own. So it is the empowerment of God that is on your life to do what God has instructed you to do. Whatever he calls you to do, he equips you to do. And then whatever he equips you to do, he expects you to do because he gave you the grace to get it done. You have the grace for it. Number two, you will never face something that you don't have the grace for. Never. If if God had not empowered you to overcome it, then you would not be facing it. The fact that you are facing it right now, although you think it's too big, although you think it's too much, although you're like, God, I'm tired. This is, no, no, it's not too much for you because if it was too much for you, you would not be facing it. God would never allow you to face something that you cannot handle. The fact that you are facing it is evidence that God trusts you with it. God is saying, you can do it, son. You can do it, daughter. And you don't have to do it on your own. I am with you every step of the way. I've given you my grace. I have empowered 
empowered you to endure this, to press through it, and to overcome. Because you are an overcomer. Say amen to that. Number three, you will be amazed at what you can accomplish when you submit to God's plan and you embrace God's grace. So I'm saying you submit to God's plan, his purpose, the purpose that he made for you from the foundations of the world. You are not living your life on your own terms. You are not pursuing your own ideas. You are not going after your own dreams. You are going after the dreams that were birthed in the heart of God from the foundations of the world. And when you start living for God's kingdom plans and purposes, and when you start saying, God, I'm not, listen, I'm not pursuing my own dream. I'm pursuing your dream. I'm only doing, I was minding my own business when you told me to, to go down this road. I was minding my own business when you told me to start this church. I was minding my own business when you told me to start this business. I was minding my own business when you told me to submit the resume for that position, but you told me to do it, and it's part of the, my divine assignment. And so I am pursuing your plan, and I can only get it done by your grace. So I am pursuing. God gave you the purpose from the foundation of the world, and along with the purpose, he gave you the grace to accomplish it. So you embrace the assignment. You embrace Embrace the purpose, embrace the plan, and then you got to embrace the grace that God, I can't get it done unless you are with me. Without you, I cannot. Without me, you will not. It's not like God is just going to interrupt everything in my office or in my business or within my sphere of influence. God loves us enough to allow us to be free moral agents. So God sent me, God sent you into that workplace. God sent me, God sent you into that environment. So God sends us. Without us, he will not. But without him, we cannot. And so we look up and not down. We look forward and not backward. God's grace is on us to get it done. We will live an amazing life. And then number four, I love this last point. I got excited my own self when I was typing it out. You won't look like what you've been through. Let me tell you something that you don't have to look like what you've been through. When people think of the Apostle Paul today, most Christians don't even know what I read this morning. Most Christians don't even know all the challenges that he went, had to go through. All they know is the impact that Paul had on the first century church and the impact that Paul is still having today, uh, you know, 2,000 years later. They just say, wow, Paul was amazing, but they don't know what he went through. Why? Because Paul never glorified it. It's not like Paul documented it, but he wasn't glorifying it. You don't have to glorify it. What People will come in contact with you and they will have no idea what you've been through. They, they, they see your glory today, but they don't know your story. Why? Because you won't look like what you've been through. We serve a God who can empower you to go through the fire, Isaiah said, and come out on the other side and not even smell like smoke. I'm telling you that as a believer, yes, you have, to, you have the grace to to endure and to overcome. And that's okay. You will endure. You will overcome. But here's the good news. When you come out on the other side, you won't look like what you've been through. You go. You will walk through the fire and not even smell like smoke. People will be like, what? I can't believe that you went through that. I can't believe that you endured that. Really? Is that your life story? Oh my God. I would have never imagined. I would have never known. You know why? Because I don't look like it. Because God's grace is on me. He renews my youth like the eagles. His hand is on my life. His hand is on your life. Listen, he will restore you, renew you, rejuvenate you, and you won't look like what you've been through. And you can endure and overcome and walk through every challenge with your head held high. You can walk into every day with a spring in your step, with a smile on your face, and with a song in your heart. Why? Because you are with God, and God is with you, and you have the grace to keep going. I feel like preaching this morning. Glory to God. I want you to close out this, this message today with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and prophesy over your own life. Say this. Say, Father, I learned from Paul. Paul endured things that would have killed the average human, but you graced him to endure and overcome.
you gave Paul a difficult assignment. And along with the assignment, you gave him the grace to complete it. Even though he had to face seemingly surmountable opposition, Paul was able to do it because he relied on you. So I live the same way. Nothing can stop me because you are with me. No matter what I face, I face it knowing that I have the grace for it. I will walk through the fire and come out on the other side, not even smelling like smoke. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. There's a subscribe button there. Click on it. You're going to get an email from me. All my notes, everything I just said is in an email. You'll get the email from me and you'll get it for free, right? Or go to todaysword.org. Listen, I want you to look up and not down. I want you to embrace the grace. I want you to be amazed at the life that you're living. Why? Because you're doing it by the grace of God. You will live a life that far exceeds anything that you ever imagined. I'm already doing that. I'm already a witness. And it will be not because we're so good, but because God is so good. Do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Walk into this day and enjoy the victory that Jesus already provided. God bless you.